Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Tova, president and co-founder of Wellspring Counseling and the host of today's show about being all in. With me today, I have two guests to discuss how leaders who strive to be successful may need to be a little more all in about being intentional with their personal lives. And I'll let you guys flesh that out. But with my me today, I have Alan Morris. So Alan Morris, I bio for you really was to say you're the head of the Alan Morris company and the name sort of says it all. You've been doing it for your entire career. Um, but I'd like you to just say a little word about yourself to our, our listeners. Certainly. Well, I'm, uh, the Alan Morris company is uh, my business. Um, I have been running the Alan Morris company for uh, about uh, 42 years and have uh, also uh, in that capacity have been developing office buildings, apartment buildings, condominiums, hotels, and mixed use projects around Florida and Georgia and, and now expanding into Utah and Idaho and uh, around the Southeastern United States. So we have a very competitive uh, business in um, very competitive and challenging um, markets. And um, that's, that's our business side. And what we hope to do with the, um, uh, the book that I've recently written is to help leaders uh, who may feel stuck at different times in their lives and challenged uh, in their personal private lives uh, and give them hope and uh, encouragement and healing. Okay, I think that's great. And our other guest with us today is Jim McCoy, and you guys work together on this project. But Jim, uh, I have you down written as an entrepreneurial approach to your career. So I know you were a mayor of Miami Shores for two terms. I know that you do uh, executive coaching for business leaders and life coaching. I know you had several real estate brokerages and Brickle, and now you're in this project with Alan um, on the all in for personal growth for leaders who may be stuck. So what can you add to this from your perspective? And we're glad you're here today. Yeah, um, it's great to be here, Tova. And um, it, it, it's an honor because I'm, I'm a big fan of Wellspring. And so just to be on the show is, is really nice. Um, no, Alan and I have known each other for uh, over 30 years. Um, and uh, while we're both in commercial real estate and he's building big buildings and, and I help sell buildings throughout the most of my career, what we've come to focus on is uh, helping leaders just uh, experience life to the full um, with, a, you know, both of us are Christian men. And so there's an emphasis in the Christian community um, to just experience um, life from a full heart and um We've been working with men for a very long time, and it's just nice to uh, start really sharing that um, and uh, casting the net wider. And so it's just nice to be here to talk with you today. Great. So by way of introduction, I think I need to give a little full disclosure here, and that is that I have worked with both of you guys on several things. So first of all, you do refer uh, friends and family and whatever it is to utilize Wellspring, and uh, there's a mutual respect there. Um, my husband works with Alan Morris and his company, and he's very good friends with Jim McCoy. And so we have some personal relationships. And also uh, with the two of you and Al Merritt, we talked about how to build a retreat center. So mm -hmm. what's most in common, I think, is our passion for people developing into whole, healthy, happy people. 
and the ways to do that by having people really do personal work toward it. So I got excited because Alan has written this book and I'm gonna have him talk about it and ask some questions about his book, All In, um, because he's addressing the exact same thing we address at Wellspring, which is people intentionally healing so they can live well. And so we have that in common. I'm very excited uh, about this. And that's what we're going to discuss today for our audience, but how to be all in, really all in on your personal growth and development and not stuck. So Alan, let's just jump in a little bit and tell us about this book that you've written that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> well, it really, the book grew out of my own personal experience where um, running a uh, hundred different real estate companies and um, uh being a father and being a husband and uh, being an elder in my church and being involved in in helping different Christian ministries, um, I hit a wall in my own personal life. I started having severe headaches, 24-hour-a-day um, headaches, and I, I went to the head of neurosurgery at my hospital and and after interviewing me, he said, well, Alan, I'll tell you right now, with your symptoms, you've got a brain tumor. So he put me in through the MRI and the CAT scan and then came back to me and said, I don't know what to tell you, but your tumor is not there. And I said, well, why are you calling it my tumor then? <laughs> he said, look, I can give you muscle relaxants and beta blockers and pain meds so you won't be in any pain. And I said, is that the best you got? He said, I don't know what else to tell you. And so this eminent physician um, didn't know what to do to help me other than to mask the pain. So I decided I needed to step out of my business and all of my volunteer positions uh, and give this full attention to my personal life because it became apparent that if there was no physical cause for these headaches, I had to accept the fact that I must be creating them myself. And I needed to get to the bottom of that. So I stepped out and took a little sabbatical, um, the three month sabbatical that actually turned into three years. Um, it was not my intention, but it was a rich, a beautiful experience to discover that there were big things, big blind spots in my life, areas that I couldn't see that were debilitating me and creating dysfunctional conflicts in some of my relationships with my children with my wife, with my colleagues at work, with others. And uh, I felt really, in a, in a sense, trapped in the world that I had created. And uh, as I began to discover that there was extraordinary freedom and healing on the other side of this, um, I wanted to share this with others. And, and when I shared it with uh, one of my life mentors after about nine months beginning this journey, uh, Bill Bright, said to me, Alan, you've got to write a book. This would help so many men. And so I thought about it for 20 years before I wrote the book. And um, because I didn't know how to write the book back then, but now I've had years of experience working with hundreds and hundreds of men in hundreds of retreats um, and forums and private conversations. And uh, we've seen extraordinary healing in the lives of, of leaders, uh, both men and women. And we're excited to bring that to them. Uh, very much like what you do, Tova, with the wonderful work of Wellspring that we, we love so much and has been so healing in the lives of so many people. 
Well, it's a fascinating journey you've been on. And I understand that you actually took a couple of years off and, and hired somebody to run the company and while you really did some all-in personal work, right? Yes. And, and hopefully uh, everyone doesn't need to do anything as drastic as that. Uh, but that's one of the reasons I wrote the book, to give people uh, a shortcut for starting their look into what's causing their uh, challenges, what's causing the conflicts they may be in, uh, encountering in their lives, and what's causing the, um, the pain that they may be secretly carrying in their lives, and the, maybe the dysfunctional behaviors that are not serving them anymore whether it's addictions or whether it's um, just um, uh, self-destructive uh, behaviors uh, that a lot of us um, medicate ourselves with. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I guess I, I comment on that because yes, most of us can't don't have that luxury to work that hard at things, but it gives some credibility, the 20 years of marinating this, the, uh, the multiple ways and angles you've come at this personal journey and then giving that advice to other people. So you have some credibility. You've worked on this with a lot of men over a lot of time. I've watched you do it. I've been a part of it. I've referred people in to work with you. And so you have a lot of credibility on that. Um, tell me why you named it All In. Well, we call it All In because going into your own life and taking a very serious, uh, vulnerable look at your own life is the look going in to yourself, going into the truth about your life that you may not see. Most of us have blind spots that we don't see big things about ourselves and we don't know what we don't know. So going all in means that it's not a casual look. It's about jumping in with both feet and really making it a priority to look at what it is that may be going on in my life that I don't see that's causing me to feel stuck or dissatisfied or lost my joy and be uncertain about my direction, my course in life. All of that becomes clarified when we go all in. Yeah, and, and this book isn't just for leaders. We're, I mean, just for men or just for leaders. I think you have a broad description of leaders as being any, we lead our families, we, we lead our children. We have many types of leaders and this includes women as well. Although I know your ministry has been primarily with men, although I think it's expanding, which is great. Um, we're gonna take a break here in just a minute, but before we do, Jim, I, I'd like to hear from you a little bit. Why, why do we need this kind of healing and reconnection and transformation? Yeah, th thanks for asking that question because that's really what's on my heart right now. M most people don't know Alan's story um, that might be listening uh, in, but uh, here's a man who was running a national ministry, who was a leader in his church, who was teaching Bible studies in his home, and he was experiencing what most people would say is a very full Christian life uh, as a man, like just really devoted, um, loved the Lord, and yet he had some issues going on. And, and, and it's an important reminder that um, we can be doing all that and have an active prayer life and be able to recite um, a tremendous amount of scriptures and not quite be experiencing life to the full that scriptures talk about. And then we kind of start setting that aside and thinking, I guess that's just for other people. 
or there must be something wrong with me, or scripture is really exaggerating what they're talking about. So uh, I look forward to unpacking that a little more, um, bit more, but that's what's on my heart because um, that's where our passion is, is to help free up men and others and anyone who's really eager to go to the next level or get unstuck in their life. And that includes Christians. Oh, for sure. So we're going to take a short break right now. And um, we're just going to thank one of our sponsors who makes this production of our podcast possible. It costs us money to do this and to put it out there for free. And we love doing that, but we're going to thank them and we will be right back and we'll hear more about the book all in and maybe some of the flesh out as, as Jim said, some of the uh, advice that you have in the book for other people on how to get unstuck and how to go about this, this deeper journey. So we will be right back. Oh, welcome back to Wellspring on the Air. This is Tova, your host today on a show we're calling All In based on the book that's written by Alan Morris called All In and learning how to see the blind spots in life and transform lives, particularly for people who may be very successful but are not satisfied in living whole, healthy lives. So with me, I have Alan Morris and Jim McCoy uh, talking about this book, but talking more importantly just about the principle of who needs this? And so if you miss the beginning of the show, if you're signing in late on this, you can find us on your favorite podcast channel on Wellspring on the Air, or you can go to our blog at page at wellspringmiami.org and search for this topic all in, and you can hear the whole recording. So, so far today, we've been talking about how Alan is a successful business leader and how he hit a crisis point in his life that took him on a 20-year journey of doing some deeper work and then bringing other men along with him to do that. And Jim McCoy has joined him on that. And he's got this book for us about how other people who might be stuck can do that. So let's just dive back in. And um, why let's talk maybe a little first here about some statistics so is this really a problem or kind of looks like from the outside that successful people are successful and well, <laughs> yeah well that's that's right people assume that because you may be successful you may be highly educated you may have a great position as a professional person or as a business person or as a leader in your in your circle of influence that um that you've got it together in your personal life. And yet in a study that just came out in January of 2022, 46% uh, of people in America feel lonely, self-identify with feeling lonely. And 43% say that their relationships lack meaning, that the relationships that they do have are not really significant relationships. And for young adults, uh, they indicate that 61% are seriously lonely. Now, this is a world where we're very connected with social media. We're very connected with electronics. We're very connected with all kinds of things in entertainment. And yet we are emotionally isolated with shallow, not meaningful, not authentic, or transparent relationships. And that leaves people hungry and wanting more and suffering silently privately in their own private lives. And this is true of people that are leaders as well. And maybe in some respects, uh, CEOs and other leaders uh, are even more isolated because when they're the boss, there's nobody they can really talk to openly uh, or very few people they can talk with openly. And those are a lot of the people that we, we work with and that we 
offer opportunities for personal growth too. Yeah, it, it is lonely at the top. It is, um, and also if the National Institute of Mental Health says that last year's statistic is that one in five, basically 26% of United States adults have some, uh, any, I think it's AMI, any mental illness uh, associated issue, that's a lot. And so it can be easy for someone who is successful and busy and driven and in the world's value standards high to not recognize that, that they are functioning at a lesser level um, despite their, their evident success. And so, uh, Jim, I know you're really passionate about, about that and this, that suffering like the word uh, Alan used. Yeah, I, I am. And, and while most people, there's a norm for us to put our best foot forward in the world. We, uh, we carry on a persona, many of us, that everything is okay. We put on our Sunday school smiles or we go about um, presenting ourselves to the business world in a particular way. And so we're, we're kind of wearing a mask. And this is particularly true for leaders because there's this feeling that uh, I need to project that I have all the answers, that I have it all together and there's nothing lacking in my life so that you follow me and we can charge up the mountain together. That's not just uh, leaders in businesses, but uh, pastors in particular uh, are even to a higher standard of having to have it all together. And this puts you in a really difficult position uh, because none of us have it all together, which means that we're carrying around um, secrets um, that are lacking and holding us back and, and uh, keeping us from feeling uh, the true joy that was intended for us, or all those stats point to a lack of intimacy. And, uh, and having a mask or a persona on can really um, inhibit you from having uh, a genuine relationship. Wouldn't you say, Alan? Yes. Authentic relationships are rare. And um... And because of it, people are hurting. And a lot of men, particularly like me, um, found that uh, I was so busy with my uh, tasks and accomplishments and achievements that um, I was disconnected from what I was feeling. I used to think that the feelings were really, if you'll excuse the term for women and children, that, that you know, I was about getting the job done. You know, and, and as, a, as a kid, you know, if, if you were hurt, you just were to walk it off. If you were disappointed, you just dealt with it. You didn't express your feelings. You didn't even connect with your feelings. And I found that, that I was very disconnected from my feelings. And feelings are not the end of the world. They're not ultimate truth, but they're like an indicator. They're, they're a little like the check engine light on your car. Uh, when that engine light comes on, you may not hear any problem with your engine, but it's telling you there's something you need to pull into the gas station and stop and check it because there's a problem that may catch your engine on fire or may freeze up your engine and put you totally out of commission. And so feelings I think of like a check engine light or, or maybe like a, like a thermometer, they tell you that you, you may not feel sick, but you're, you, you're showing a temperature. You need to look into that. Yeah. And that's, that's why we want to help uh, men particularly to understand that um, there's a lot going on inside that is maybe hurting them in their relationships and causing them uh, to be stuck or causing them to be uh, unclear about their purpose, their calling, their direction, uh, have maybe have lost their joy. Um, 
because of something that's going on inside, they're not even aware what it is. Well, I, I just had my mind goes in all these directions, you know, and I'm wanting to say a million things. First of all, I love your indicator light. I teach feelings and we talk about um, them being messengers. So that's the same concept. And so far you hit on three major themes that I that are in your book, by the way, in your book, but um, which I have thoroughly enjoyed reading. Um, you, you've talked about secret lives, and that's a reason people could be stuck because there's a lot of pressure to kind of keep it hidden. You've talked about not being in touch with feelings, and um, that's profound. And those things together can also lead to a third dynamic you mentioned earlier, which is blind spots. And the fact that, um, especially if you're not attending to it, and people don't give you a lot of feedback, which people really don't do other than, you know, voting with their feet and not showing up kind of thing, you know. Um, so blind spots. So you've got some big themes in this book that you've flushed out for people you know they're not in touch with themselves and they have to hide uh because they're all that and they have to cover and then they they have these blind spots so take just a minute i'd like to hear you guys talk about blind spots because i'm just a little more talk about that <laughs> well the biggest example i have recently is i was backing my car out of my garage not long ago and uh i was in a hurry uh, but like i had done a thousand times i looked in the rearview mirror i looked out the side window stepped on the gas and heard this horrible screeching sound of metal on metal all the way down the side of my car. And I'm thinking, you know, what idiot parked themselves in my driveway? Because yeah, I always want to blame somebody else, you know? And then I stop and I think, how could I not see something the size of a car only 10 feet away? Well, then I started thinking, what? kind of things the size of a car do I not see in my own life? It's only 10 feet away. And why is that causing me to have this conflict over here or this conflict here or this frustration here or this confusion here? Um, a lot of it is because of blind spots that we have in our lives. And the, the Swiss psychologist Carl Jung used to describe it as the shadow in our lives that 90% of what's going on in, in our lives, we are not aware of. 90% is in the shadow. We have convictions and uh, we have beliefs and we have uh, a clear understanding of what we think about ourselves, but we don't realize that a lot of what's going on inside of us is in the shadow or that we're not connected with. Oftentimes, so what are some typical common blind spots? Just give me a couple labels here. What do well, you think? Well, I would say a lot of the a lot of the blind spots uh, are reasons behind why we uh, continue dysfunctional behaviors, whether they're addictions or whether they're uh, conflicting uh, behaviors that are keeping us in conflict in our life in different areas or different relationships, and some of those are caused by childhood experiences or messages that we got in, in our childhood, some of whom we would call childhood wounds, that we thought, well, that happened in the past and I put it behind me. I'm an adult now. Uh, I'm not going to let something from the past bother me. That was from my childhood. But when we put it in the past, it goes into a backpack right there. And it's right there close behind us and it's never gone. And we don't realize the effect that some of those childhood experiences that we had, even as a maybe very successful person, we have 
we're dealing with the wounds of a six-year-old um, in the way we see things and the way we react to things that cause us to explode with anger or cause us to have continual conflicts in our relationships uh, or in our business dealings. And these are ways that we see that these, these blind spots crop up in, in my life and in the lives of others. For sure. Well, we're going to have to start to wrap up, but I have a couple more questions I'd love to, to talk about first. But Jim, talk to us like, what are the next? So say someone's listening to this show and they say, you know, I may have blind spots and I'm totally disconnected from my feelings and, and I feel really stuck. And, you know, I'm willing to think about maybe think about some of this. What, yeah. What's their next step and what can you guide them to to do? All right. So I, I would say it's one of the three topics which you, you kind of uh, acknowledge that we hit on and, and that would be everything starts with feelings and, and for men that is foreign territory uh, and that's why I love working with men because we are so darn clueless about what we're feeling you ask a man how he's feeling and he says I'm feeling fine no no really how are you feeling I'm feeling good what do you want from me and um, so learning what you're feeling is the starting point to starting to pull on the thread as Alan likes to say and it takes time to train. What am I feeling? I'm feeling anxious, or I'm feeling insecure, um, or I'm feeling frustrated, or I'm, I'm feeling mad. And then the next step is once you've identified it, is why am I feeling that? What what just happened in my life? What's going on? And then you start pulling that thread a little bit more. And is this a repeating thing? Has this been a theme throughout my life? And then the, then we get back into your territory, which is in in childhood. What what is it that kind of got locked into your um, your consciousness or, or subconsciousness that is directing a lot of what's going on in your life, whether it was messaging you received or some turmoil that you had, it's actually playing out in your adult life. You can be highly successful in your career and then actually, um, you know, have a behavior that is more like a 12 year old in a certain category of your life. And so we love just helping unpack that with men and, but feelings is where it all starts. All right. I'm going to, we're going to have to wrap up. So I'm going to wrap up and do the promo for you. You guys are listening. Uh, any leaders out there? This is a great book Buy the book. Let's start with that. It's called all in by Alan Moore. Secondly, they have a website called allinbooks.com. Correct. Uh, all and in books, singular. All in That's books. correct. Book singular. And you know, look that up. They have a free podcast on blind spots. I kind of a little course. I took the course last night. Just want you to know. And, um, you know, just resources that are going to continue to populate their ways to get in touch, maybe get to a retreat and that kind of thing. And so that's my promo for the book. And, and th this work that these guys have done is great. And it's more than just a book. It's an entire organization that Jim is the head of and um, that whole organization all in. And I also want to just say that obviously Wellspring is here for anyone who wants to go deeper, whether it's individual therapy or family therapy. Uh, we have a restore retreat that you can check on our website to see the next one coming up. We constantly have those coming around for adults to spend four days and intensively look at major events in their lives and learn how to become resilient from them. It's very experiential group. And uh, I've got, you got about 15 seconds each to say a last piece of advice for someone listening. <laughs> well, the book is all in how to risk everything 
for everything that matters. That's the title of the book, and it's available anywhere books are sold. And it's also now available on Kindle and on Audible if you prefer to listen to the book. All in, how to risk everything for everything that matters. Okay, and last piece of advice, Jim? Yeah, I'd say, you know, coming from the business world, uh, we we tend to um, evolve our life around projects. And the most important project that you ever work on is yourself. So let me encourage you to make use of Wellspring and all in uh, because we're here for you. All right. Well, Well, it's it's time to close out the show. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you listeners have had some encouragement about how to be all in um, for what really matters in your life. And again, if you join the program midstream, you can find this show and others on our podcast channel, Wellspring on the Air, or on our blog, wellspringmiami.org. The title of today's show, again, is All In. So uh, encourage us. Let us know you're out there listening and send comments or questions to on the air at wellspringmiami.org. It's time to wrap up. This is Tova and Alan and Jim with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter. <laughs>